everybody. It's another week. I can't believe another week has gone by. And uh, you listen to WVLP 103.1 FM. Porter County Buzz. Uh, the and Buzz. The Buzz, yeah. <laughs> and I, and I'll, I'll give the shout out right in the beginning because I seem to always forget our uh, sponsors, the, the um, Independent Order of Odd Fellows, uh, Checkbook Lodge number 56 in good old downtown Valpo, and a uh, wonderful organization, but we appreciate them helping us out being on the air. And uh, we also have, uh, if you want to email us some suggestions or comments or even questions, pcbuzzbuzz103 at yahoo.com. And, uh, and then again, now I'm, I'm Greg Sims, one of the co-hosts. I've got another co-host to my left today, Andy Bozak. Hey, good afternoon, everyone, <laughs> or evening. And then we have a, we're very, 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 very happy to have the... Our Porter County, one of our trustees, Center Township trustee, Jesse Harper. Welcome aboard. Thank you. Thank you so much for asking me to be a part of the show. I appreciate it. Yeah, Greg did very good introducing us. He didn't forget our name, our show name, <laughs> our, our spot. I mean, like, that was spot on, man. You're right on top of things. Yeah, too. I think because Jesse's here, I got a little, you know, because he's experienced with this more than yeah. us. So I don't want to screw it up. <laughs> I'm taking mental notes. You make a Facebook post after this. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> he is very active on Facebook, I will say. Which is a great thing. I think you guys do an excellent job of messaging for what you guys do. and uh, The trustees are. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. That's what I was going to oh, ask yeah, yeah. I was going to say, what, what is a trustee, actually? Yeah, there you go. Great, great segue. <laughs> nice know, lead in there, yeah. Yeah, let's get right into it, man. I thought we were going to have a little segue. Um, I guess not. <laughs> the trustee is a, you know, it's an office. It's a unit of government. Um, it's considered a unit of county government. Um, although, really and truly, uh, there is very little oversight of the trustee's office by the county. Uh, there's a couple of... Uh, you know, the, uh, the budget of a trustee's office is approved by the actual township board, but the guidelines which are written by each individual township uh, are uh, submitted to the commissioners, the, the county commissioners. Um, I don't know actually if they have the authority to either reject them or approve them, um, but it's a unit of county government in as much as if we were to deny someone assistance, they would appeal that to the county commissioners. Oh, you can appeal Oh, I had no idea. So huh. what the trustees, wow. their townships do essentially, uh, and it's one of the older forms of, of government is, uh, by statute, we have certain things we have to provide and take care of. One of them is fire protection in unincorporated county, right? So. There are uh, 12 townships within Porter County. Each township has unincorporated Porter County, and each township trustee is responsible for fire and emergencies within that uh, unincorporated area of their township. And emergencies, you mean the um, ambulance, paramedics, and ambulance, paramedics really? okay. things like that. Mm -hmm. And and it's that's usually done by a volunteer fire department. So like Liberty and Porter and Pleasant, I believe they all have volunteer fire departments. Mm -hmm. um, we in Center Township, which encompasses almost the entirety of Valpo, uh, not totally the entirety, but about 95% of uh, Valpo lies within Center Township, and then outside of Valpo is unincorporated. So the way to think of it is Valpo has approximately 35,000 residents. The Center Township footprint is about 45,000. So we have a little bit more of a constituency than the city of Valpo. Very 
our budget is much, much, much smaller than the state. <laughs> yeah. um, we don't, at Center Township, we don't um, have a volunteer fire department. We previously did, but we have contracted with hmm. the city of Valparaiso in what's called a fire protection board. So we sort okay. we have contracted with them. We have a fire protection board, and uh, the city of Valparaiso uh, provides fire protection for unincorporated. Is that full time firefighters for unincorporated? Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, so, so, so it's like it's Valpo number three, right? Because right, that's where right. I, the area where I live. Right. Yes. So you know, Valpo Fire Department yeah. actually covers a very large area, and yeah. part of that's center. So okay. we don't have a a volunteer huh. fire department. Um, Another thing that trustees do is they are in charge of any township parks. Um, we currently don't have a park, uh, and I don't believe Center Township has ever had a park. And prior to me coming into office, um, there was a interlocal agreement between Center Township and the Valpo Parks to create a park or to partner in creating parks. Um, and that uh, an actual physical location hasn't yet come to fruition for a township park, but we do provide um, funding for Valpo parks for you know certain things within Valpo sort of uh, you know the next project we have is remaking Will Park and the oh okay that we provide to Valpo parks will which in turn helps a lot of the constituency yeah. we serve because it's here in the hilltop neighborhood right and then the third and most important thing a township trustee does is provide temporary financial assistance and that's why most people know about us or that's if they know about us which um, you know we've been doing a lot of outreach over the last three years like yes. Andy was talking about um, if they know about us we provide temporary financial assistance to people um, for one reason or another, aren't able to pay their rent, they aren't able to pay their utilities, they need help with groceries. Um, they come in, they're interviewed, they fill out an application, if they qualify, we can help them. Are you guys um, the first point of contact? When somebody needs help, lost their job, should they contact you guys immediately? Is, or sh are there other resources you use first before they go to the trustee? Generally speaking, most people don't come to our office first because most people don't know about it. Right. Right. Uh, we've done a fairly good job over the last three years to sort of uh, spread the news, spread you know information about us so people are more aware of who we mm -hmm. are, where we're at, what we do. I would say the first point of contact is usually the churches. The first oh, point okay. of contact is first contact, which is here in Valpo, and first contact, uh, if you know, it's, it's a sort of a uh, group of churches that have come together, they all fund it, um, and then they help people with you know that bridge that they need and first contact will send them to us or we'll send them to first contact vice versa mm -hmm. but i would say usually we are not the first person to contact because they just don't know about us okay you know but but and if somebody had just lost their job they probably wouldn't even qualify oh. you know? so it's yeah you know, they, they you know it's usually people that are in um you know I, I don't want to say severe, but I would say, you know, very dire straits. And the reason I was asking is I've actually asked, been asked as my house, uh, the Bozak Family Christmas Light Show, for help. You know, at the last minute, people, hey, can you get us some presents? And it's like, well, we are collecting money, but ours is for a specific cause. So in the past, what I have done is told them to contact their trustee. Right. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't too out of whack. Well, you mean, because they, wow. they needed help. They came to the Bozak Family Christmas right. Night show and they said, "Hey, we need some help." Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So yeah, I had no, they were from Valpo. I mean, it was out by right. know, Chesterton area, but I directed them to the trustees. No, out that's there. a perfect. That's wow. you know, that's what I've been asking more and more people to do okay. because if they don't, 
if they don't qualify for help from us, because you know we're guided by statute, so we're not as nimble as a non-for-profit, mm -hmm. right? So um, if they don't qualify with us, we can definitely put them in contact with people who That's they may qualify with, you know. Okay, but now here's a question that just came up with that. Do you ever have like, during Christmas time, do people ever give you donations so that they know that you will find a good home for those like presents or bikes or anything like that? You know, they do. I would say during Christmas time, it's almost all Toys for Tots, right? Okay. You know, but, we work with Toys for Tots. Okay. So what okay. we do is we collect names of parents who need toys for their kids, we pass those on to for tots, and then we set them up to go get to retrieve the toy. And then after Christmas, believe it or not, we usually end up with approximately 10 of those big boxes because they had leftover toys. Oh. Know? So then we give those out over the next three to four months, and we okay. take them to the police department because they give them to kids who have either been involved in an accident or something has happened at their right. home. So, okay. Um, but we have received donations in the past. Um, usually it's in the, you know, people will call up and say, hey, I want to help somebody this. That's what we did thing. for our work. We yeah. actually got, got a family to sponsor. Through the townships? Through the township. Oh, we right. to the trustee okay. and they hooked us up with the local family. Yeah. Um, their present lists and everything like that. And we were able to deliver. Okay. And we absolutely. We were Santa. And you know, yeah, and, and someone did that this year. A friend of mine contacted me and he and his kids wanted to do that for a family. And so I said, well, look, I have a, uh, a single mother with kids and I know she'd be very appreciative so you I, I'll reach out to her got her permission once I got her permission I reached out to him and said here's the address although I would rather you bring the gifts here she comes right. gets them so you know yeah. there's no yeah. and so you know we can do that people you know will awesome. bring in food cards you know for like Walmart or Myers or town and country and we can give those out to people who need it it sounds like he's got a really cool gig as far as helping people. Obviously, you've got to see a lot of bad stuff, I assume, right. too. Uh, the negative yeah. of society and people that need help and are right. down. But it sounds like you've got an, uh, a, an opportunity to really have a major impact on this community. When I've seen yeah. it in the last three years, too. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, we don't see as much bad stuff as you would think we do. Okay. Um, and the reason being, you know, we have an investigator, okay, and we've always had an investigator. Really? Yeah. And Does each township or each trustee have an investigator? Yeah, they got to be helpful, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Do they have a badge? Do they have a gun? Is this cool? Is this you? Yeah. <laughs> um, he, uh, we've always had an investigator, and, um, the reason being, I'm not. I don't believe other townships do. The reason we do is a because we are focused almost solely on uh, financial assistance, mm -hmm. right? Whereas other townships have a lot of other um, uh, uh, homeless and whatever under things under their purview. We deal with financial assistance, and um, because of that, you know, there have been very few instances of fraud. Not uh, a lot, really, because here's the fact: we give out very little, right? Um, and and. You, for the average person who's struggling financially, and this is just average, sometimes we give more, sometimes we give less. If you come into my office, in total, you may get $450, $500 for the month. And the next month, you might get $450, $500. But then after three months, okay. you know, we start talking to you and saying, hey, why do you keep coming back in? What's the problem? What's happening here? So it's not like a lot of money. So fraud is not really rampant, right? Um, because it's not like they're trying to trick us out of thousands of yeah. dollars. Okay. But the, the way, in, but there is fraud, and so we like to 
our clients to know that there's an investigator. He'll come to your house. His name is Magnum P.I. <laughs> <laughs> he drives a red Ferrari. Wears a white T-shirt. Now I want this job. <laughs> but he also can look at living conditions. Right? No kidding. So one of the things that I've focused his attention on is also living conditions because people don't realize, uh, and I saw it on here, um, what is something people, because I have a list of questions. I wonder how that happened. I'm going to pull back the curtain on the show a little bit. So question number seven, what is something people in Porter County would be surprised to hear about the Center Township trustee? It's not necessarily about the trustee, it's about Center Township, right? And I don't think people realize, um, yes, we have a great community. Yes, I would say the median income is probably above national average. Um, it's not nearly as bad as some people say, right? right. And, and it's a very good community, very safe community. Um, but we do have places within Center Township um, where people are living in, you know, um, very dangerous conditions, mm -hmm. I would say. And we have within mm -hmm. Center Township slumlords, you know, and the wow. city is aware of that. And the oh. city has done, um, you know, the city has done, uh, I, I have to give the city of Valparaiso a lot of credit because they have passed ordinances in the past for apartment inspections and okay. you know, the landlords have to pay for those inspections and mm. um, you know there is a place you can call within the city for violations the problem is is that none of the tenants want to call because they don't want to be evicted even though it's illegal uh, to evict them, they can find a reason to evict them. I see. Okay. So what we do what my investigator does when we send them out not only is he checking to make sure there's no fraud he's checking living conditions so like wow. if there's exposed wiring if oh. there's no running water if there's mm -hmm. rodents infestation he can document that we put it in the file and whenever that tenant if they are ever ready to contact the city the city contacts me and i'll say hey look i got a file for you you know wow. here it's all documented so you hmm. know um that's that's part of what he does as well Wow. So we're, we're, we're not no investigating idea. the clients, we're looking yeah. out for them, yeah. you know, and the, as well. So when you said um, that you guys cover, uh, maybe I was wrong, you said 95% of Valpo or 90%, mm -hmm. who votes for you? Like, I, is it everyone in Valpo or it's only if you live in that's that uh, It's district. only if you live in Center Township. So if you live in Center Township, you'll right. be on so, their ballot next year, I assume. Right, and 95% <laughs> of the people, I would say it's about 95% of Valpo is within Center Township. Five to 7% is yeah. in Washington, I think. Okay. Washington Townships has a little bit bigger. Valpo a little bit. So everybody in Valpo and then in all the unincorporated, so we're talking Aberdeen, Heritage Valley, Emerald Ridge, those people also live in Center Township. <clears throat> mm -hmm. And then I've, I've never really understood the township board. So do you report to the township board? Do they report to you? Is it two different entities and they're check and balance? And it's elected, right? It's An elected, elected board. Okay, yeah. See. yeah, the yeah. township board's elected. Okay. And it's almost, you know, it's the legislative. It's not the legislative board. It's It's... Almost, uh, it's akin to the county council. Okay, right? that's what I was wondering. Right. Like yeah. So the they, yeah, and the, and the commissioners, right? Yeah, well, it, it, because they vote on the budget. Uh -huh. And so I have to present the budget to them and say, this is the budget. Oh, so you have to work with them. If they don't like oh, it, yeah. they just work together. Yeah, and then they have to vote on certain resolutions that I'm asking for, like, you know, appropriations throughout the year and other line items. Um, you know, we have an election, you know, we have right now, we have an outstanding township board, I think. Um, and there's five on yours? Or three. Three. Oh, okay. okay. 
Currently, it's uh, Deb Frey, who uh, you know everybody knows because she's been a teacher and operator for a hundred. You know, no, uh, I, I, can, I can say that about a hundred years. <laughs> that was Greg Sims. Yeah. <laughs> no, Sorry, Deb. Deb has been a teacher for a long time. She was, you know, she was a teacher at the high school when I was there. Really? Wow. Yeah. And um, we have Todd Etzler, who's a local vice president mm -hmm. of Horizon Bank. He's also a Valpo grad. And then we have Dr. Steve Buck who uh, is also a Valpo grad, and he has a, uh, an office here. He's an optometrist in Valpo, and he's got a lot of institutional knowledge because he's been on the township board, he was mm -hmm. on the school board. He can so. see clearly. He can see clearly. Wow. Hey. <laughs> so, now that the clouds are gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, personally, I was just curious at how that worked. So that's... Yeah. yeah, and you know, they... they um, I think a township board can be as involved or di as in disinterested as they want to be. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it's totally up to them. And, mm -hmm. and um, you know, if uh, my board member brings me an idea and I would present it to the board and say, hey, this is what Deb is thinking or this is what Dr. Buck is thinking. And, you know, I happen to agree with them or disagree with them, but let's have a conversation about it. How often do you guys meet? You know, it's interesting. Statutorily, I think we're only obligated to meet three times a year. Oh, wow. And <laughs> once I was elected, I was elected three years ago, we've increased that by 125%. So now I would say we meet probably every six weeks. Oh, the township oh. board hates him. Yeah. No, I'm, joking. <laughs> I'm, joking. I'm joking. Wow, that was Andy Bozek, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're making, he's making them do double work. No, I mean, and, you know, I mean, it's called accountability, yeah. transparency. <laughs> the results are in the... the I mean, elected officials that. actually doing a job. How about that one, huh? <laughs> well, I don't know what to say after that one. Yeah. <laughs> Sims, Sims, an elected official, doesn't like elected officials. <laughs> no. So earlier you were talking about parks, and I kind of thought that was interesting because by us we have Liberty Township. Right. And, you know, I've been part of Liberty uh, Rec Baseball League, and my wife's actually on the board this year, for many years. And I kind of understood what was going on, but didn't fully understand it. Right. It's actually the park that we play at, which has lights, which is amazing. Um, How'd you get lights? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh my God, you guys get trustee. too much money up there. <laughs> but the trustee, our park is actually the back of Liberty Fire Department, the volunteer fire right. department. So that's mm. our quote unquote park. And they're talking about maybe making some changes, ex expanding or moving the fire department. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I heard that. But, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, huh. it's really interesting though that to find out that you know when you want to do upgrades to that park or want to make changes, you're asking the Liberty Tr uh, yeah, trustee. trustee. Yes. And, and I will say, give a shout out to Matt Kaiser, who's the Liberty Township trustee. He's a great guy and he's a good, he's really a good trustee. Um, <laughs> we don't like have parks as of now um, you know, it's different when I think, and these were, both of these were done prior to me taking office, was the fire board agreement with the Valparaiso Fire Department and then the interlocal agreement with the parks. Uh, when you have a city like Valpo and your township is, uh, encompasses most of that, it's, it's much easier to have these kind of arrangements where we say, hey, we want to have input, but we will also contribute financially to, to this, mm -hmm. you know? And so, you know, one other thing I forgot is that we also take care of township cemeteries. You know, cemeteries, oh, township cemeteries. So does every township have a cemetery? How's that work? I think, I, you know, in talking to the township trustees, and I haven't talked to all 12, um, uh, obviously Brendan Clancy in Portage, uh, Ed Morales, who's another great trustee, 
Um, and I think Ed is in Porter Township. I can't remember exactly. Yeah, he's, he's up north, yeah. Yeah, he's a great trustee. He's been, you know, in the office, and he was really involved in the um, Indiana Township Association. Most of the trustees I know have a, a cemetery. Wow. We actually have two. Um, no, it's not. They're not being used, you know. But we take maintain them. Not right? being used. You mean they're, they're full or? Well, there are there. You know, in one of our cemeteries which is on the corner of 649 old 49 oh um, okay it's not full but the process by which to opening it back up and burying i mean oh, that's not really a business we want to be in so we just maintain what's there now oh so wow we're working with the uh daughters of the american revolution to come in to look at the headstones to see if any of them can be oh, you know cool. fixed and restored and wow. and then there's one if you uh, are going north on 49, just north of the bait shop restaurant. There's a place called Charnis Brothers era HVAC, I think they do. There's a little tiny sort of mobile home park back mm -hmm. there. Yeah. And there's a little tiny cemetery back there. Now I'm told, and I'm not sure of this, and I haven't had the time to investigate it yet, but there may be two or three other cemeteries out there that our township cemetery. Are any of them haunted that you know? Way to go, Andy. <laughs> we get to the haunted question. <laughs> I've only I've never been in them at night. I've never been in at, in at night. Oh, so I, I don't. Halloween know. night. We gotta go over yeah, there. Yeah, you, you have my permission. <laughs> no. So me and my buddy in high school decided, yeah, we were gonna go out on Halloween night and we'll go into the cemetery at midnight. It'll be the scariest thing yeah. ever. No, we start looking down and we're finding graves of like people that were like 15, 16 know, it's so sad. it was more depressing and sad than it was scary. We're like, alright, we're just going to leave now. You know, my wife and I, she's, and this has nothing to do with trustee's office, but um, we've done, believe it or not, like three of the local ghost tours. Really? Yeah, oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, we did uh, one in Crown Point, which was a walking tour. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, one in Crown Point was a walking tour, and then we did two bus tours. Um, they all ended up in old cemeteries. One of them was up in the dunes. You know that, that one by the schoolhouse? Cool. Diana the Dunes story or no? no yeah. yeah, but we did but, do that Diana okay. the Dunes, but that's further, that's out in like, um, maybe Ogden Dunes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I remember, yeah. yeah. Beverly Shores, maybe? Yeah, yeah, Beverly Shores, yeah. 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 And oh. so, yeah, we've done, we've done our fair <laughs> share of ghost hunting. You know? That's awesome. Bro. I would tell you what, it, it, just because you like talking about this, Greg, you know, my dad, who's Bob Harper, his house, Mm -hmm. That's um, the famous Bob Harper. I'm just going to yes. throw it out there. Of the Harper family. <laughs> the Godfather. Yes, yes. The Godfather. The trunk of the tree. <laughs> he, his place, um, which was a... Golf course. Golf course. Yeah. It was a bed and breakfast back in like the 80s, but prior to that it was a golf course, and it was a speakeasy. Oh, I didn't know that. So, were the offices or his home? No, no, no. His home. Home. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's right so down the street from me. Oh, yeah. I know. That's mm -hmm. big, old... Yeah house yeah and it's um huge and when he first bought it and this is going back close to 30 years a guy who at that time was like 75 or 80 came over and introduced himself and he said i used to come here when i was a kid as when it was a speakeasy and all these guys from chicago <laughs> used to come down wow. during prohibition yeah and this place was a, a speakeasy and we found some great stuff out in his yard really? old, old whiskey bottles really great stuff yeah but his place i've always contended is haunted <laughs> i would think so <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's that old i'm yeah, gonna say yeah. it is haunted uh -huh. <laughs> 
Oh, it's, it's in Center yeah. Township. So yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> there was a connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And speaking of connections here, let's connect with the community here. Community Radio, WVLP, 103.1 FM, Porter County Buzz. Uh, and again, another shout out to our Independent Order of Odd Fellows for uh, allowing us to be on this, this year. Um, what else? What am I missing? Our names. Our names. Oh, that was that was Andy Bozek saying our names, and Greg Sims, and then our guest extraordinaire Jesse Harper, the uh, Center Township trustee, and uh, and brother to our phenomenal county attorney. I'm gonna yes. throw. Oh, that's there. right. So Good old Harold. Yeah. Harold yeah. yeah. Harper, the nicest guy. Honestly, all you Harpers are though. But everybody always says you're Harold's brother. He's the nicest guy. <laughs> that's well, what do you guys say about me? I was gonna say when when you go to him and say, hey, your, your brother's Jesse Harper. What do you say? He's got that loud laugh is what they say. <laughs> no, I don't know what you're talking about. I cannot see, identify with that. Any of the Harper brothers out. They're always so nice. They're so, I mean, and I always go out of my way. Like, oh, it's over there. I'm going to go say hi. Because it really is a nice conversation. And, uh, yeah. They have a warm smile, not like us. Uh, thank you. Way to go, Andy. Thanks a lot. Uh, we're bums. Okay. So where's your office at? What do you, I, I, what do you, where do you work out of? You know, we have uh, the trustee's offices on at 202 Roosevelt. It's just, uh, if you go west, uh, east on Lincoln Way, as soon as you hit Roosevelt, you make a left and head north, right past the Ironwood Brewery and right past Moeller's Funeral Home mm -hmm. is uh, oh, our the, office. The, it's like a little white house. Yeah. Little white house. Okay. Great location. Uh, it's very accessible to our clients. Um, believe it or not, the trustee's office has been a renter for the last probably 25 years, 30 years. I mean, as, as long as uh, I know. Uh, so someone's holding your rent low? Because that's all I keep hearing is about both rents are going away. Right. <laughs> no, we, we, we have a, an amazing landlord. We had, um, you know, we do want eventually at some point to have a permanent home, um, but the trustee's office never has had one. And I think it's worked out very well oh, right. for the, the office is, is um, you know, part of what you want to do uh, obviously, you want to be as fiscally conservative as possible, and um, I think in many cases renting actually might be the most fiscally conservative thing to do. Um, and we really don't have the need for a huge space. Um, uh, we do have to have individual offices for the interviews because of HIPAA, and, oh. you know, and, and we want people to be able okay. to talk to us. So we yeah. freely without right. worrying about someone overhearing. Right. right. Yeah. But, uh, no, we have a great location, and you know we're trying to get a V line stop there if we can. Oh, really? For our clients, yeah. Many of our clients don't drive, can't drive, don't have a vehicle. Do they do they come in a lot, or is a lot done on the phone, or is it there? During COVID, it was on the phone. Mm -hmm. Now, but um, during COVID, there was a time where the state and the Indiana State Township Association rewrote our applications, and we could take the application and do an interview over the phone. Um, and as soon as we were able to stop that, we stopped it. Okay. You know, it's been it's important to, to see, yeah, face to see to face. people and, and talk to them. Yeah. So, you know, I, I would say, um, you know, interestingly enough, some of our clients, even though it's short-term financial assistance, some of it's not short-term financial assistance because some of our clients are disabled. And what happens when they go to apply for their disability, and uh, I don't know how many people know this, applying for disability, even if you are genuinely, without a doubt, disabled, it's hard to get disability. Right? Wow. I did not know that. Yeah, oh, it's incredibly hard. Huh. And so um, some of these people, and we have some who, you, at first glance, you know this person's disabled. Uh, it could take them a year or two years to get oh. approved by the government. And so we will help them 
for that entire time. Wow. They don't, you know, and some of them can't come into the office. They do it over the phone. But once they do get approved for disability, we get our money back. Oh, right? okay. You so, get reimbursed. Yeah, we get reimbursed. So, but the government, the federal government, pays you guys? No, we take it out of there. Oh. So what happens when you apply for disability? and you're waiting that two years, and then it finally goes through, you get a lump sum payment of all that two years oh, you've been waiting. Oh, okay, okay. And so we get it out of that lump sum. Gotcha. That, that our client's gonna receive, yeah. Now, do you ever have a situation where you actually run out of money? No. No, you're, yeah. okay. Because he's not bullshitting right here. He's like, well, no. no, there might've been a year where you got hit awfully hard by a bunch right. of ask, and you were actually were low on funds or ran out. No, okay. and I think, in fairness to my predecessors and the previous boards, um, one thing this center township trustee has always been is fiscally conservative, right? If you go to some township offices, you're like, mm. wow, this looks like, you know, a city hall, right? Really? And, oh, yeah. And so we have maintained a extreme uh, fiscal conservatism within, you know, what we're doing. You know, I mean, just for instance, like when I first got in, I had to get business cards and I, it took me about six months because I'm like, do I really need to spend this money? I mean, how many of these business cards am I really giving out, right? So, I mean, we're, you know, we have a rainy day fund. It's an interesting question though, because by statute, and this has happened to other trustees and townships, if you run out of money, you have to take a loan. Wow. Because you have to provide that assistance oh, I'll be so by statute. So the Indiana mm -hmm. State Legislature has said, if you run out of money, yeah. you're going to get that money because you're going to help these people when they need it. So you would have to take out a loan. But we have a very um, healthy rainy day fund. Mm -hmm. um, it's not huge by any means, but um, you know, when we were hit with COVID, uh, we were able to appropriate some to our uh, disaster relief. Mm -hmm. And my understanding is, is that when the ARPA funds come out, some of the, the townships within Porter County will be receiving money. Right. We'll probably just reimburse our rainy day fund, mm. and then moving forward, okay. we'll use it for any kind of You disaster. guys didn't get the ARPA money we released yet? No. Okay. No. That the county released, no. Right. So yeah. no. That, that'll be interesting to ask at our next council meeting when you guys will be getting that. I don't, have they told you already? or No. Okay. That's no, and I don't know exactly. I know, I think, I, the only thing I know is by what I read in the paper. And I think it's going to be dispersed based on size. It's based on percentage of yeah. the size, right? And there was some complaints from other smaller departments, but when we explained to them the reason behind right. that, yeah. It's a now in COVID, during COVID, we did expend quite a bit of money, and it's an interesting. I don't know if your listeners are going to find this interesting. Or not. <laughs> of course they are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They because with us this long. <laughs> yeah. I have a great radio voice. I can't talk about anything. Well, Andy's got a great face for radio. You know, we, we said that often. So what happened during COVID is, you know, most of the people that ask us for assistance have been living on the razor's edge their entire life, right? So they have managed to find apartments that are very cheap. They do not, most of them don't live beyond their means. During COVID, what happened is we had a lot of waitresses and bartenders, you know, dealers on oh. boats that had been making good money for years. So their apartments, you know, the average apartment that someone's paying for that's our client is like 700 a month. That's the average. Now we had people because of COVID are coming to us, their rent is 1500, 2000. Oh, right. We had to help them because they had no job, nothing in savings, wow. and they weren't gonna be going back to work for a while. So it wasn't that we had this huge influx of people, it was just a different demographic, Cost. right? Wow. And so they, 
you know, we didn't want them to lose their apartments either. I mean, they shouldn't have been. Yeah. Um, and so we helped them through, you know, two to three months to until the unemployment came out, until the stimulus checks came out. Now, now, do you ever have people that you've helped that have come back and said, hey, I just want you to know that I'm, I'm on my feet now. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. And if it wasn't for you, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. We've received phone calls. We've gotten letters. You know, hey. That's got to feel uh, good. Very yeah. satisfying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's cool. what I mean. He's got a really rewarding <laughs> job. He doesn't get to hear the bad <laughs> stuff. I yeah, yeah, it's cooler than a council. Let me I, I, I absolutely. It, it does. <laughs> <laughs> I don't live in Balboa, don't worry. Full disclosure. <laughs> I have to say this, that it's, it's absolute, those letters and those phone calls are directed at the staff of the trustee's office, right? They're the ones that do all the heavy lifting. They're the ones that make sure people's utilities Well, but are you paying. guide them and you help them right. along. But, I mean, but, true leader's never going to take that credit. <laughs> <laughs> right I'll give them the credit. That's okay. We have an amazing staff that was um, in place when I was elected. They're still there, thank goodness. And they just really know how to get people to the right place, how to get people the assistance, how to make wow. sure someone's utilities aren't turned off. So when those letters come in, yeah. they say, hey, Karen really helped me out, or Terry really, or Diane really listened to me. You know, it's never like, hey, Jesse was fantastic. You know, so like, he's got a pretty So, so that's cool. Clear. Have that's you cool. made a decision on next year yet? Will you be running, or is this a... Oh, no, I'm running. Is, has this been previously announced, or is this the first on the show? Because I just want to throw it out. Well, oh, let's, let's, I, 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 out I have signs out. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Oh, you already have signs. You're not even Andy. You're not this year, right? I mean, uh, yeah. in the fall, but I don't yeah. have a primary. Oh, I thought you weren't running till next year. No, I'm, I'm sorry. Running That's running, what I was asking. November. Yeah. No, I thought it was yeah. next year that was a township. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm from North County. Come yeah. around. <laughs> I see that, that. I've seen three Greg Simpsons. <laughs> oh, my God. I wish there needs to be more. I'm throwing that out. <laughs> so, when you talked about this expenditures, where do you guys get your funding? On my tax bill for properties, it says township, right? Is yeah. Is that all the money that you guys it's get? It's all property tax. That's all you get, though. That, there's no That's, additional money to no, that? Well, other than grants. Grants, right. Yeah. But, um, which we haven't... I sort of had this you know, plan when I took office, which was outreach, innovating the office, professionalizing the office to a certain extent. Um, and then, you know, my intent, if I am reelected uh, re by the good people of Center Township, <laughs> uh, I want to start applying for grants. You know, I want to put, and I think the landlord that we have right now would be amenable to putting some solar panels. On oh, the roof. okay. I want to, we do have a part-time social worker. She's new this year. I want to make her full-time next year. How many people I, you got on staff? We have, um, Karen Kloss is my chief deputy. We have Terry Lars, she does interviewing as well as reception. We have Diane Anselm, she is a receptionist, I mean, uh, interviewer. Um, and we just hired Kelly Richards, who are, is our new social worker. But our office is only open from 8 to 11.30, four days a week. So, you know, if there's any kind of an emergency, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, ch I try to check the voicemails as, as much as I can. Um, you know, and there's some things that we want to do for next year, such as having, you know, two cell phones. Oh. Uh, so people, when the office is closed, people can get a hold of us. Because there's been some stories, even in Porter County, and this is going back seven or eight years, where people had called a township trustee. Do you remember that story? Like eight, nine, ten times over the course of three months. And not getting any and help. not getting any help. Wow. And so, you know, we want to make sure if somebody has something that happens you know mm -hmm. and you know I forgot to mention this as well we also do um, 
statutorily, we have to, and we do um, end of life uh, burials and cremations for people that can't afford it. How, how does that happen? I mean, did the coroners call you or the funeral home and say, "Hey, listen, we've got a we've got a person here that needs to be buried, and their family has no money." Yeah, they call us. That's how it happens. Yeah, okay. we work with all of I would say all the funeral homes in town, um, the big three, really. Okay. And they all know who we are, and and you know they contact us and say, hey, we have an uh, indigent person here who needs help being buried and wow. cremated. Yeah. So John Doe's would fall on you guys yeah. too? Yeah. yeah. And, and where do you put, where? because you said the the county cemeteries are closed, right? The trust, the hey, don't tell them the city. Yeah. Oh, the township. Yeah. Oh. Don't tell them the city where the bodies are buried. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the township cemeteries are closed. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. We don't pay for burials, though. We pay for cremation. Right? Oh, burials, burials, okay. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, it, okay. Cremation itself is very expensive. Really? You know? wow. Yeah. But burials would be that would I think bankrupt the township. Oh, because, okay. You know, for whatever reason, just in the last three years, the amounts we've had to appropriate for you know burials and funerals or cremations has has just probably tripled. Wow. And I don't understand okay. what that what that's from, but you know, all the families that come to us for help, they also have to be interviewed and fill out an application. Okay. So we know that, you know, this person didn't have social security, didn't have a pension, didn't have any right. bank accounts. Do you guys like do that. a service for them as well or is it just No, that's the, all the funeral home does that. And we just and actually we don't pay, we supplement, you know, for the funeral home. And that's oh. actually something we're doing too is we're increasing what we contribute to that because it's been for years, very Going small up. amount. You know, it's 900 to 950, which doesn't even pay for half. Wow. Uh, yeah. But you find a lot of the funeral homes, though, they, they, they help out quite a bit too, right? They yeah. do a nice oh, little yeah. thing yeah. for the community. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Wow. I find a lot of, I've heard a lot of stories about funeral homes being very um, giving in these kind of situations. I know when we, my, my wife and I lost a child that was, uh, before it was born, you know, she lost inside of her. And we went to one of the funeral homes and said, we wanted to get it cremated. And they said, well, we're going to do that for you for free. Oh, wow. And uh, we did buy an urn oh. from them. So they made some money off of us. Yeah. But I mean, it was really cool to see that, you know, that was Edmonds and Evans and, and Ed, Evans and Edmonds. Yeah. How do you say that? Yeah. In Chesterton. In, wow. But uh, yeah. It's, oh, okay. I'll be yeah. darned. So there's a lot of good people out there. Sometimes you just got to ask, I think, is the thing. Yeah. And that's got to be hard for some people, especially someone that's been working at a job that, that loses it. You know, asking for help can be hard. Oh, and, it's tough, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's good to have people like you on the other side of the table because if I'm asking for money, I know you're not judging me. I know you're right. looking at me with kind right. eyes. You know, I know yeah. you're actually got a heart. You're right. not trying to... You know, the great thing about the job is, you know... Um, if you talk to anybody, you know, I am friends with guys who are uh, extremely conservative, uh, would probably call themselves Republicans. I'm friends with people who are very progressive, calls themselves Democrats. Everybody agrees, anybody I've ever talked to, hey, if someone hits a rough patch, if someone is going through something, yeah, we as a society should help them for two to three months. We should, mm -hmm. right? Now, how do we do that? That's where we could have some discussions and, you know, we could talk about how exactly how much and how we how long and how often mm -hmm. and all that stuff. But, I mean, I have not met anybody who says, oh, we shouldn't help these people. You know, I mean, for instance, we had a woman whose husband passed away. He was about 82. I think she was like 79. And they had been married for 60 years and he did all of the bills. I mean, from time in memoriam, right? He did all of the bills. She never even saw a checkbook. Wow. So he passes away, and then she realizes, wow, we, 
we don't have anything. You know? like, <laughs> oh no! She was living. She didn't realize they were living on the razor's edge every month to month oh, to month. Wow. And then, so she did pay for his burial and his funeral. But then she's like, "Wow, I don't have money for my mortgage. I don't have money for groceries. Yeah. I don't have money for utilities." That's so horrible. You know, so there's nobody I right. know of that's going to say, "Well, we shouldn't help her." Right. She should have known. Right. You know, I right. mean, everybody. You know. No, so. no. My wife and me are the same way. I pay all the bills. Yeah. She, I mean, she, she knows that we have money, but right. she doesn't know what's in there. <laughs> she's not. She's not listening. We're good. <laughs> so. Andy, is this the wrong time to say you nice Rolex watch yeah, you got there on your hand? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's uh huh. Uh, you allow your wife to get some nice hair, you know, purple hair, <laughs> and you get a Rolex. <laughs> ah, that's not like nice. She's got a mom that does the hair. So. <laughs> well, we need to do a station identifier real quick. Oh my goodness, this is WVLP 103.1 FM, Porter County Buzz. Yeah. Again, a shout out to uh, Check Quick Lodge number fifty six, uh, the Independent Order of Odd Fellows, and uh, yeah, and, and get a hold of us at PCBuzz one hundred three at yahoo.com. You're listening to Andy Bozek. I am Greg Sims, and again, our super guest extraordinaire, Jesse Harper, humble hey, Jesse yes, Harper. Yes. <laughs> I've got a question for you, and I, I hope this doesn't put you on the spot because that's not meant to. But I'm just curious. You mentioned very limited hours. Why is it only? It was only two hours a day, or something, or is it because it's, you guys are out? Or it's three and a half hours a day, eight to nine, nine to ten, ten to eleven, eleven thirty. So it's three and a half or four days a week. Um, because as of yet, the need isn't there. Oh, okay. You know, one thing I did do, which stop during COVID and I hope to go back to is to have at least one day a week where it's after hours, right? Oh, and because okay. there are people within Center Township who are, for lack of a better word, working poor, right? Mm -hmm. So they yeah. do have jobs, right. but they still can't, you know, for whatever reason this month, maybe they had a medical bill, they can't pay mm -hmm. that rent. So we had to stop that during COVID, but I hope to re-implement that, you know, where we would be open from, let's say, five to seven, okay. one day a week. You and know. your people aren't full time, I assume. That no, for you. and that would be another thing you don't want to bring. Well, you might want to bring them on full time, right. but there would be a big cost involved. Oh, there's with that. a huge cost. You know? So, yeah. in fact, our our tax rate went down this year. Um, so, wow. uh, you know, to stay within budget, I think is you know incredibly important. So, if we saw the need, I think we could extend, right? Um, and uh, we had previously, and I, I wanted go back to that, but we're sort of, um, at this stage, we were recovering from the COVID. Yeah. We had all different applications, we had mm -hmm. different filing systems, so we're putting everything back in place to go back to that. You okay. know? I, and, I'm, and I'm sorry, again, I just wanted to explain to the listeners, and that's, yeah. I think, a great answer and makes oh, yeah. perfect sense. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, if the need was there, we would do yeah. it. Yeah, right. You know, absolutely. Well, that's, like you said, you're checking the voicemail. I'm sure if you hear something that's important, right. you're going to call those people back, whether it's 10 o'clock at night or 6 in the morning. You know, I know what kind of guy you are. <laughs> um, well, and being fiscally responsible. I mean, that's what we want out of all our yeah, political yeah. people. You know, the, you're a you're a true uh, well you, you you're diligent with the, the people's money I right. think you would have went with conservative yeah. I don't know where you were going no, I'm, I'm the same way come to a council meeting you'll hear me uh, say the same no, exact I, thing I think of yeah. all the people in, yeah. in county government that I've run into are conservative when it comes yeah. to the money you know? right yeah responsible conservatively and responsible right. so what is a typical day like and that's one that's question three wow so who wrote great. these questions <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much detail I should get into. So, so we've got 18 minutes. Okay. Um, I generally wake up 
three, three thirty or four. Oh my goodness! And Are you kidding? Mm -mm. Holy cow! I've done that my whole life. I don't know what that's about, but I. <laughs> I, don't know what that's about. <laughs> I, I usually wake up at three thirty or four in the summers. I go for a run outside. In the winters, I go to the Y. Good for you. And then um, this is actually sort of interesting. I will stop at the trustee's office either either on my way to the Y or way home because no one's there. One morning, I stopped. And it was like 4.30 in the morning on my way to the Y, and I locked my keys inside the office. <laughs> and, and I locked my phone in my car. So I really did. There's yeah. an interesting story coming, I think. <laughs> so I ran down to the Uptown Cafe, because I know that they're in there baking that early. Oh, and I know them. Oh. I know Tony yeah. and Shannon. So I knocked on the door, I said, can I use your phone? And I don't know my wife's cell phone number. <laughs> so Siri, like, well, call my wife. Yeah. <laughs> and I had to be in court in LaPorte County at like 8 a.m. So, like, so I ran back to the trustee's office and, you know, I took a big rock and just broke into the place. Oh, no. I had to. I had no other way to get in. And so I got my keys and... Uh, uh, then after I go to the gym and go to the trustee's office, some mornings I'll go back to the tru trustee's office from 7.30 to 9.30. Uh, sometimes, you, you know, if uh, there's something that's needed there, if I have a meeting there, a lot of what I do for the trustee's office is outside of the oh, trustee's okay. office. I meet with, you know, some of the nonprofit leaders, uh, some of, you know, other elected officials. And then also I'm an attorney. So usually during the day I'm doing... Because um, it's your dad? And two brothers with My you? dad and two brothers. Yeah. Right. So I have Harper, uh, Harper, Harper, and Harper. Right. <laughs> Harper, etc. Yeah. It's uh, Bob Harper, Harold Harper, Jesse Harper, Jim Harper, and then there's Jess, attorney, attorney Jessica Smithy, the one oh. non Harper in the firm. The, uh, yeah. You guys let one in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, wow. so we, uh, uh, you know, the trustees off, the trustee is a part time position. Much like the council or yeah. the commissioners, you know, yeah. it's a part time position. So most. I, I don't know of a trustee that doesn't have another job. Um, and uh, su such as uh, Brendan Clancy, who's the Portage trustee, he owns a bar and restaurant. Mm -hmm. He did, he closed right. it. Yeah, just, did you hear yeah. about that? What? Yeah, yeah. yeah just, just happened, yeah. yeah. He just said, It's you for know, sale, you wanna buy it? No, I'm not. You wanna be in a bar business? No, I do not yeah. wanna get into the bar yeah. soon, but wow. Yeah, so I mean, but you know, like most uh, elected officials locally, uh -huh. in, you know, yeah. most mayors, most city council members all have right. other jobs. Yeah. Right. So um, I spend my day doing that, and sometimes I'll return to the trustee's office at night, see if there's anybody who's called who needs to speak to me specifically, and we'll go from there. Yeah, wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that yeah. is. That's, that's, <laughs> didn't see that coming. He's a, yeah. yeah. A locksmith. Yeah, well, we window breaker. <laughs> so actually, it's funny you mention that because the landlord. Uh, uh, Jesse, can you tell me how this window yeah, got broken? He, 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 I have no idea. You know what I did? Is I, I knocked the doorknob off. Oh. <laughs> he said that, uh, and I did not. I, I replaced it with personal funds, by the way. So, so he said today, uh, he said, "Hey, I'll pay to have the furnace fixed. Will you get a new door?" And I said, "Yeah, I'll get a new door." <laughs> I'll get a new door. That was all on Jesse Harper. It's coming out of my pocket, so. That's pretty cool. Well, you know, again, it, it's it's the human nature of thing. You know, I mean, right. things happen. Yeah. And uh, nobody is perfect and honest mistakes and just kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I don't know, those are those things just, That's it's not funny. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> he wakes up by his own admission that way. And it's like, dang. I have trouble getting 
get it up by 8.30. <laughs> it's yeah, funny, too, wow. because it's interesting. Sometimes I'll get up at 3.30, and you find other morning people out there, because I'll return my emails, and then I'll get a reply back. Oh, okay. oh. And I'll go, wow, this person's a morning person, See, too. See, I'm the late guy. Yeah. I could be up to 2, 3 a.m., and, you know, wow. party, oh, but yeah. back in the day, I could do that. But now, what are you, at 7 o'clock at night, are you crashed out, or are you... Uh... 8, 8.30. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was talking to someone earlier today, and they said that. And I said, well, what time do you go to bed? Oh, 6.30. I'm like, oh, wow, my God. Geez. Yeah. It's still sunny. It's still sunny. Well, they get up early. And I, well, hey, it's an older person. I don't know. <laughs> so my kids argue because now we have the time change. You know, it's like, go to bed. But it's still sunny. And I was like, I said, go to bed. <laughs> so oh, my what goodness. What other things do you want to tell, tell us about what you guys do? Or anything special coming up? Or any any You know, one of the or? things I'm most excited about is um, having higher social worker and the reason for that is is it's a part-time position for the first year hopefully we can get a grant to extend it to full-time um, is that many of the people that come to us you, you know myself and the the ladies that work at the trustees office we're not trained professionals in mental health issues and addiction issues mm -hmm. and so if someone's coming to us for three times there are some people that we can just say hey that's it that's three times yes. we know that there's something that you could be doing that you're not doing. But many of the people that come to us, we can tell they have a mental health issue. Now, we don't know what it is. We don't right. know how to address it. We don't even know how to get out of them what they're having problems with. So the social worker can sit down with them and say, hey, what's happening? You've been here three times in the last three yeah. months. You've been here, you know, and if they do that, um, hopefully we can help those people get off of, you know, it's one way that we can say to someone, hey, we've given you every opportunity, mm -hmm. we've even right. provided a social worker, Yeah, we can't help you out anymore. Does this social worker inter uh, interface with the Valpo Police Department, or is there, you, she, with Samantha? Yes, she does, yeah, yeah. She, that, and actually with Samantha, that was basically her first email phone call. Oh, cool. Know? And this social worker okay. is Kelly Richards. It's interesting because her sister is the township trustee for Pleasant. Really? Oh. Yeah, so she knows what the trustee's office gotcha. is. Gotcha. Yeah. She has a tremendous amount of experience as a social worker. She's, uh, I think she's just going to be amazing, you know. And she's also creating this web of nonprofits that we can direct people to. You know, That's what great. people don't realize cool. how many nonprofits yeah. there are in Center Township in Porter County, but you have to know where to send somebody, yeah. you know? Now and then basically, we want to get people off, right? Right. I mean, I'll help you out, but I want—I don't want to have to. And We're I want to figure out what's going on that's yeah. prohibiting you from, you know. And now, do you work with Porter Stark, too? With, with that, or does she work with Porter Stark at all? Know, with there's, the, a, there's, there's some of Porter Stark um, that we will work with. I have in the past for housing mm -hmm. issues. Oh, okay. Um, Lisa, and I can't remember her, I think it's Lisa Wayne, I'm not sure. She's in charge of um, helping homeless people with mental health issues oh, in okay. the place. You know? oh. um, and so we, we've worked with Porter Stark in mm -hmm. the past. Um, you know, there's a large segment of our clientele that have mental health issues, but they're not a danger to themselves or others. Right? right, so you can't. So it goes unnoticed. Them, yeah, and you can't force them to get yeah. help because they're not a danger to themselves or others. So you know, we had one client in particular who clearly had mental health issues, was being evicted. I worked extensively with her landlord, and he was bending over backwards. I mean, he was really bending over backwards, and um, he and I worked together closely, and we just couldn't keep her in the place. Oh. 
And then I found two other places for her, which she refused because she thought there was cameras in there. Oh, thought, you know, little so, paranoid yeah, stuff. Yeah. And so, um, you know, those kinds of people, it's very hard to help because you can't force them to take meds. You can't force yeah. them to see a doctor. But what we can do is say, you know, one of the sticks I have, you know, we have carrots and sticks. One of the sticks I have is saying, hey, if you don't meet with our social worker, you don't get a help. Oh, that's good. Oh, okay. You know? Yeah. And so I can say, look, you have to set up the appointment. If you don't set it up, you don't get financial assistance. If you set it well, up, then you yeah. know, we can provide assistance for another right. month. Which, which seems very fair. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah right. I think it's Absolutely. incredibly fair. And it's sort of a way in which we can say to voters in Center Township or say to the public of Center Township citizens, hey, look, we've done everything. Mm -hmm. You know, right. Because Believe it or not, these people, when they are denied services, then yeah. they get off the ball. You know, yeah. I had someone contact my priest. Oh, my God. <laughs> on Facebook. Jesse Harper's yes. not helping me. Yes. On Facebook. Oh she messaged him on Facebook. So one day I went to church, and he's like, hey, can I talk to you a second? I'm like, dude, listen, Father, I know who you're talking about. She, that's one side of the story, man. I don't know how she found out where I went to church. Here's your yeah. rosary. Here so we go. Oh my God! Me, man. <laughs> well, she, you told she, my priest on yeah, me. Yeah, and she told my dad. She was <laughs> oh my God! That's even worse. I'm calling your dad. Oh my so, God! I mean, they're very. You know, some people are very resourceful. <laughs> so what made you want to do this? Like three years ago, you decided to run. The the, the person that was in the position before wasn't. No, he ran. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you yeah. beat him. He beat an incumbent. Nice. Yes. Congratulations. Um, you know, I think in the where I, you know, in the family I grew up, obviously serving as an elected official is a admirable and noble um, manner in which to serve the public, mm -hmm. right? And so I think most people in my family, uh, including my brother Jim, my dad, um, have always seen you know running for office and serving in that way as a noble endeavor. And I had run for a few other offices, and I didn't really know much about the trustee. And then once I found out about the trustee and looked into what they did, I talked to my wife about it, and I said, you know, this is something that really seems like it would be right up my alley. I would love mm. to do this, you know. And so she said, well, you know, I mean, it's really like you said, it's a great gig, right? Because you're helping people, you know. Um, there's headaches and every, you know, like any other thing, but you know, it's a it's a great gig, you know. And you're always, I see these videos on Facebook, always smiling. Oh yeah. Like that's, that's what I remember. It's positive, you know, yeah. positive message and getting the word out yeah. there, and that makes an impact on me. And yeah. I'm not in your and energetic. Concept. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's I young. get tired just looking he's at him. A young guy. He's not like the guy to my right. Oh my God, he's pointing at me, everybody. He's pointing at me. I'm a spry 52 years old. <laughs> See, and I was mad. I just turned 39. Now, right? like, Wait till you hit 40. <laughs> you know what? Speaking of 40, my dad just retired after 42 years in the mill the other day. Wow. So I, I don't mean to change subjects. So are you having a party for him? I, I hope you're getting a cake. Okay. We're not sure exactly. Are we invited? We'll be cake and whiskey. Uh-huh. Okay. Why didn't you go into that? Uh, the, the mill? Yeah. Well, actually, I kind of wanted to stay away from that because I saw the environment that he worked in. Yeah. He was an electrician. It was a good, I mean, it was a great union job. Right. But I also didn't want to be stuck in an environment that was cold and, and dark yeah. and dreary. You're a wussy boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't do it either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I always thought in my mind that if 
things weren't working out at the the job the job I'm at now, that that was my backup. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm too old, but you know, yeah. like then that, that was always. Oh, you just job. admitted you're old. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Believe me, I feel it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it was my dad was at the old Inland Steel out in wow. East Chicago. So yeah, he was three years before I started. Anyways, I just wanted to bring it up and. Hey. It's no, that's cool. Congrats, yeah. Mr. Bozak, right? Yeah, absolutely. And you guys are related to both. You're not related to Bozak. No, they are different letters. Yeah, B O S I K. We are B O Z. We know the family, but they got the money. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> but you have the Christmas lights, yeah, we got and they don't. Yes, you yes, see? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Wow. So, what other things you got to cover on, on the job? I, I, is there anything? Or anything? Yeah. It doesn't matter. It could oh, be anything. Oh, oh, oh. Talk about the family. The Talk aliens that visited you last night. We what was that minutes. about? <laughs> uh, my mom's in town. My mom lives in Virginia, so my mom and sister are in town uh, with my sister brought two of her kids um, and I'm going to meet my sister and one of my brothers, Jim, uh, for dinner this evening. I, my wife and I took my mother out to dinner the other night oh, nice. and uh, I have uh, another brother, Sam, who lives in Switzerland. So oh, that's pretty cool. Harper? Yeah. He's, he's not that There's Harpers Harper. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, Worldwide. Yeah. He's probably serving on some elected We got our tentacles everywhere, man. So It's like the Illuminati. <laughs> Opus Day. <laughs> There's an initiation to be a Harper and everything, man. I was wondering what that interesting tattoo on your arm was all about. I don't know, but now we know. And he's like, I don't understand. Jesse said, come with me. <laughs> now that is cool. So do you ever get to Switzerland and visit your family there? You know, when he, he originally lived there, my brother Sam, I visited him then. Um, one time when he was over there, uh, I'm going, and he's been back there now for 10 years approximately 10 years he works for the world wildlife federation oh and wow so, um the original wwf yeah, yeah the original <laughs> WWF. and so i'm going to spain in june and i was trying to see if there's a way i could jump over to zurich real quick and see him oh, that's cool know. yeah Surprising. but he's coming here as well because my oh. mother and my stepfather live in virginia and my sister lives in virginia and her kids um one goes to school in virginia and one is going to get his doctorate in North Carolina. Wow. So, and then Harold, my other brother, his, two, his three kids live here. He still has a daughter in high school. Uh, Bonnie mm -hmm. is in high school. And Jesse and Gabby live here. Say, he had a super stud uh, football player he for his son. Yeah, 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 super stud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. smart kid. Um, and, and is he uh, the oldest? No, Gabrielle's the oldest. Oh. Jesse was down at IU for quite a while after high school. Uh, he moved back and... Uh, uh, took a little break from school, which many of us, you know, I didn't get my college degree till I was 40. Wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. I didn't done? go to school after high school. I, I haven't gotten it yet. Yeah, so I mean, you know, that's what. I didn't graduate. No, I graduated from high school. I was going to wrong with a GED, Andy. That's what I tell, you know, my nephew, you know, uh, is hey, look, I didn't get mine till I was 40. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. I mean, I got, I literally got my high school degree mailed to me. Uh, I mean, my college degree mailed to me when I was like, uh, I think it was either the day after or the day of my 40th birthday, so. Wow. And that's when you became a lawyer? No, I didn't no. become a lawyer until much That's later. undergrad. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't oh become a gosh. lawyer until I was 47. That's good. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Couldn't do that. Well, you know, it's like, I didn't want to go back to school. 
back to law school and my old man gave me some of the best advice he ever gave me. He said, hey, look, the time's going to go by anyway. So three years is going to go by. So at the end of three years, you could either have a law degree or not. So, you know, you're not going to stop the three yeah. years from going by. So right. at least at the end of your life. Yeah, so he's, he's, you know, it only takes things. three more years after that. Yeah, yeah. and now it's even well, maybe taken, I'll do that. No. Even, <laughs> it's taken even less now, and now there's a lot of online law schools. Right? Really? Oh yeah, well, a lot I'll be of darn. Online, on, Wow. Four seconds? Forty. Seconds? Forty seconds? Well, I okay. want to thank you guys yeah. for having me on your program. Well, we appreciate, oh my God. And and we got to bring Jesse back. I mean, there's still tons of more information to, to yet to be discovered. But thank you for all you do for our community. Absolutely. And, and Absolutely. Guys, well, these guys are elected officials, county council. You guys didn't mention, I thought you mentioned that. You didn't yeah. mention that once. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's what leaders do. Uh, Have a good week. That's right. Take care. See you next week.